Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome. This week the podcast episode has been titled How Hypnotherapy Works for Anxiety. Now, the reason I've decided to cover this topic this week is because it's something that gets asked a lot by clients, by potential clients, by people that I meet at networking, is how does it actually work? Now, there's a few different aspects to how hypnotherapy works. So I'm going to cover hypnosis, how we use hypnosis, why it's different to what you may have seen on the television. But I'm also going to bring in cognitive behavioural therapy and why it is I combine the two approaches in order to give the best possible opportunity for people with anxiety to overcome their anxiety and then build confidence afterwards. I'm also going to cover a little bit, quite briefly, um, some of the evidence base behind some of these approaches because it's really important that if you're going to have some sort of therapy that you have an idea of whether or not it actually works and that's the idea behind research is to show us whether or not something is likely to work better than a placebo. So we'll start off by talking about what actually is hypnosis. Now if you google this you'll get a lot of different explanations and Different hypnotherapists will give you different answers and it depends a little bit on their belief system, how much they understand about the brain, how much they understand about neuroanatomy and how the brain functions, how much they've been exposed to research and neuroimaging as well. So my best explanation, which is from research, from understanding of how neuroimaging shows us what hypnosis is, and also from feedback from clients, is that hypnosis calms and focuses the mind. Now, this is therapeutic hypnosis, of course. This isn't anything you've seen uh, like what Darren Brown does. This is a very different process. So whenever I'm talking about hypnosis, I'm always talking about therapeutic hypnosis. So the function of hypnosis in hypnotherapy is to calm and focus the mind. The reason this is really important is because when people have anxiety, they often can't control the thoughts that come into their mind. So these thoughts can be a huge range of things. They can remind people of past things that they've been upset about, uh, situations where you've done something stupid, uh, situations where you're not happy with the way you dealt with it. It can encourage us to think of the worst case scenarios. And the thoughts that we have that constantly go through our head can also contribute towards that kind of constant negative self-talk. I'm stupid, I'm not capable, I'm not good enough, nothing good ever happens to me, Um, all of those sorts of things that over time really damage our confidence and our self-esteem. And what we find with hypnosis is it seems to be able to really cut through that constant stream and more importantly shows people how they themselves can calm their minds down. So the process that I go through with clients is a really simple introduction to hypnosis where they imagine a safe place. Now I like to do a muscle relaxation hypnosis, so from head to toe relaxing different muscles as I find it helps people really focus on what it is that I'm asking them to do. We then get them to go to a nice safe place and that safe place is very individual to the person. Now the cool thing here is that once you get used to the process, how it works, what it feels like, you can actually start doing it for yourself. This is called self-hypnosis and by teaching clients how to do that, 
We're teaching anxious clients how to actively calm and control their mind so that they can choose, really, how to respond to those thoughts, how they want to think, how they want to feel, whether they want to be stressed about a situation or not. We kind of give them that break and that opportunity to really create some space in the situation and have a think about what it is they want. Now, the other cool thing about hypnosis is that we've created this calm and focused mind, then we can add other things into it. So we use something called positive suggestions. And this is aiming to build confidence and help people learn how to deal with situations in a better way. We can also add things like visualization to hypnosis, which is a really awesome technique, which basically means imagining yourself in situations that maybe would have caused you anxiety before, But now we can get you to imagine yourself tackling them with confidence, tackling them with skill, tackling them with the ability to overcome whatever issues are coming through at the moment in your, whether it's anxiety or depression or other things as well. So that's an overview of hypnosis, how it works, what the point of it is and why we use it in therapy. Now I'm going to move on now to cognitive behavioural therapy. Now, most hypnotherapists are also trained in cognitive behavioural therapy. My original diploma included it, and I went on to do further training with the Anglo-European College of Hypnotherapy in cognitive behavioural therapy mixed with hypnosis. Now, the idea of CBT is that it's based on the idea that thoughts we have about a situation are what cause us to have certain feelings about that situation. So it's not the situation itself that causes us anxiety, it's the thoughts we're having about it. Now to give you an example of what that actually means, is if you imagine you're looking forward to a social event. Now you're looking forward to it, you're really excited about it, then the types of things you'd be thinking about are, I can't wait to see my friends, I can't wait to see my family, whoever it is you're going to see. You might be thinking things like, I'm looking forward to a night out, haven't been out in ages. These types of thoughts would make you feel excited, happy, looking forward to it. And then the types of actions you might take because of those thoughts are maybe to buy a new dress, buy some new clothes, chat to friends about the night coming up, do your hair, do your makeup, all the things that people tend to do when they're looking forward to and excited about going to something. So that's what would happen in that situation if you were looking forward to it. If you had something like social anxiety, however, your thoughts in that situation would be very different. Instead of those thoughts, I'm looking forward to it, I can't wait to see people, you might be thinking things like, what if I look stupid? Or I'm not very interesting, what would I talk about? Or I'm not sure I want to go because I don't like being in social situations. In this particular case, These particular thoughts would lead you to feel nervous, anxious, maybe like increase your heart rate, make you feel a bit shaky, a bit dizzy. And what people tend to do in these kind of situations is maybe try and find excuses not to go. So it's the same situation, going out with friends, but very different thoughts about the situation and so different feelings and different actions. Now the aim of CBT is to help you challenge those thoughts and learn how to change them for something more helpful to you in the situation that you're facing. So it can be going out with friends. It can also be things like public speaking, um, driving phobias. There's, There's a huge range of things that are covered by the word anxiety.
So I hope it kind of makes sense now how a technique that we use to help you calm and focus your mind works really well with a therapy that's been designed to help you change the way you think. The two actually benefit each other and complement each other really, really well. Now, I said I was going to touch briefly on some of the evidence behind hypnosis and cognitive behavioural therapy. And I'm going to keep that quite brief because I know not everybody is interested in some of the more geeky, sciencey stuff. But it is really important that if you're going to have any kind of therapeutic intervention or if you're going to practice any kind of therapeutic intervention, that you have some understanding of the scientific evidence that backs it up. And it's important to me because it gives me reassurance that what I do actually does something and isn't just a placebo. So one of the pieces of evidence that I'm going to bring your attention to um, was a randomised trial of 60 adults and they were all seeking help for handling their anxiety. So this is just an example of some of the evidence out there that shows the benefits of using hypnotherapy for anxiety. So they were split into three groups. One of the group had therapeutic hypnosis, which included positive suggestions and mental imagery. Another group was given quiet music to listen to. If you're interested, it was um, Mozart symphonies. And there was also a control group who um, have nothing. Now, the good news for us, and interestingly for the music, actually, was that both hypnosis and the music groups experienced quite a significant reduction in their anxiety. Whereas the control group, so the group that had nothing at all, saw only minor changes in their anxiety levels. So that kind of suggests that hypnosis and listening to music can help reduce our anxiety, which is interesting and useful to know. Now, the key thing for us as hypnotherapists was that the reduction for the hypnosis group was larger. And also interesting for the hypnotherapists is that after six months, they followed up on these groups and the therapeutic gains were still there for the group that had hypnotherapy. So based on that, we can comfortably recommend listening to some music, uh, particularly Mozart, if you're feeling particularly anxious, but the hypnotherapy will give you a longer term result, basically. Now, in terms of the evidence base, there is a simpler way of understanding how a lot of this works. So we have something called the National Institute for Clinical Excellence. Now, these people are looking at a huge range of research all of the time for a huge range of medical issues. They're not just mental health. And they're called the NICE guidelines. The NICE guidelines are what all medical professionals base their clinical decisions on. Now, the good thing is these guidelines actually recommend cognitive behavioural therapy and applied relaxation for generalised anxiety disorder. Specifically, when self-help and support groups haven't actually helped the anxiety. So it demonstrates that there is something going on there that is more beneficial than just self-help books or peer support groups. So that's something that you can go check. If you go into the description of this podcast, there'll be a couple of links there to where I've got some of this information from so that you can actually go and have a look yourself. But the NICE guidelines are a really good way of just checking what's actually recommended for the issue that you're having. And it's really useful to go check that if you're not sure if 
somebody's offering um, a therapy or a therapeutic intervention that is going to be beneficial to you is I would strongly recommend having a look at the NICE guidelines. They're really key to how everybody makes clinical decisions. So there's a very quick overview about how hypnotherapy works for anxiety. If you'd like to know which negative thoughts you might be having that hold you back, then head to my website, which is www.anxietytoconfidence.com. And there you can download a free worksheet, which will show you all of the different types of negative thoughts that people have. And it will give you an opportunity to have a read through and see which ones you tend to do. You also get emailed a video which supports um, the worksheet which will explain how to use it, what to do, what sort of things to look out for and things like that. It's a really useful tool. And I would say it's the starting point for overcoming anxiety uh, because it's the first exercise that I get clients to do anyway because it's so important to know how you're making your anxiety worse before you try and make it any better. So head to my website, make sure you check that out and get in contact if you have any questions about anything I've said today or if there's any questions you would like covered or any other topics that you would like covered around anxiety, hypnotherapy and therapeutic interventions. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxiety to confidence.com that's the number two anxiety to confidence.com